Hey, everybody. It's time for Dragon Talk. From Yay. Mount Pauzu to the 28th Martial Arts Tournament. Hey, I'm Steven Carrillo. And I'm Kyle Stoking. And it's just the two of us today. So, let's just let's get into it. All right. So today, we're going to learn about a really terrible guy as our villain. And so I feel like right now we should kind of list off our favorite terrible people characters. Fiction, no real Fictional, life. yeah. We're not talking history here. Yeah. I guess for my first example, I would use uh, Shao Tucker from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, good, good one. The, the man who, spoilers, I guess, combined his daughter with her dog to make a chimera. Yeah, well, he first did it to his wife. Yeah, it turns out he did it to his wife, and that's why she's not around. And out of desperation to keep funding, he did it to his daughter. Play with me, Alphonse. Play with me. <laughs> My character of choice, start with anime. Gendo Ikari from Neo Genesis. Evangelion. Oh, get in the robot, Shinny! Yeah. yeah, him. He's the worst dad. Not only the worst dad, he's a pretty shitty human being. I he's, mean... Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, as much as I cringe on that series, I gotta say, there are a lot of memorable characters, and he's the biggest asshole. I mean, he kind of... He treated not only our main character like shit, and doesn't explain things. I think I remember in the manga, when they were... When Shinji and him were talking in front of the gra uh, his mother's grave on that, you know, like once a year they go in front of, he kind of went like, uh, and I could be completely wrong about this, but I do remember. Don't rely on me. I'm not the father. I'm not the father in your life, and or something like that, or get away from me, a little shit kind of stuff. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, he's a terrible human being. Rondo Akari, fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, your next one. Another one I think is pre a pretty good awful human being is uh, Don Quixote do Flamingo mm -hmm. from One Piece. I don't know if you know much about this character, Kyle. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him before. He's pretty. Uh, I guess it's kind of spoilers talking about what his powers exactly are, but uh, he can manipulate other people to do whatever he wants, and he'll have like friends and family like kill each other and fight to the death and. He's just—he's a puppet master, basically, and he's awful. He's redeemable in a way that he loves his crewmates, like he'll protect them. But I feel like it's not so much he likes them as people that they're his property. Wow, he's awful, but he's great because he's awful. <laughs> yeah, he's a character you love to hate. Basically, he's yeah. great. I highly suggest anything with him in One Piece. Do that. Don Quixote do Flamingo. Mm -hmm. Joker is his pirate name. Any, do you got any, anyone else? I've got one, but this is going to be a major spoiler if you've never played Persona 4. Alright. Oh, wait. Uh, hold on. I don't know if I want to hear this because... Then, uh, can you plug your ears or something? I have to edit this later. <laughs> but yeah, I never finished Persona 4, so let's, let's do something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's another one from my favorite RPGs list. Actually, yeah, this is tied to first place. Sudokin 2 and here's a character that's obviously evil Luca Blight think Luca of Blight. Genghis Khan meets Adolf Hitler I mean he's not only a jerk he's the most evil thing in that game wow. yeah he's actually he's so strong and evil that it takes three three teams to put him down and a duel with your main character and this was like in the half 
a halfway of the game. He's not even the final boss. But he's such a threat because he's on the Empire and he's slaughtering people from the uh, from the main character's home kingdoms. Like, you know, he's calling villagers and stuff, like pigs, dogs and stuff. And he's mm. cutting them down like cattle. And he's laughing about it, like psychotically laughing about it. I mean, talk about, you know, paint by the numbers, cartoony evil, but... This guy is pretty much designed to make nightmares. That kind of reminds me of a uh, Seymour from Final Fantasy X. Yeah, he's pretty close to it, but he's no pretty boy. Yeah, but the whole the whole Seymour thing where he he demands that Yuna marries him in a very creepy way, you yeah. know. Well, yeah, Seymour definitely gave. Yeah, we can add that to the list of pure book. Yeah, Seymour, he definitely feels like a Seymour character, and he loves to monologue, but Seymour. Ha- tried to have, well, charisma. Luca Blight just used brute force and okay. kind of an evil tactics. He wasn't a celebrity like Seymour. No. And there's more to the story, but I'm not going to spoil it for if anyone's playing it. Okay. okay. He, yeah. I think we should have... Uh, I have one more like honorable mention. Have you ever seen the movie Old Boy? I think I have, yes. Like the original... Old boy, not the stupid American one. I think I have seen the original. It was a Chinese or I think it was a Chinese film. Yeah, is that the one where the guy gets locked up for a crime yet he didn't know of, and then he gets released all of a sudden? And yeah, he's, like, he's imprisoned in this little hotel room for like 15 years, and he has no idea why. Nobody tells him, and one day he just gets out. He they, he wakes up somewhere. That would that was where he was when he was kidnapped, but it's a totally different area now since time has passed. Anyway, the bad guy in that movie, he totally gets revenge in the most evil way ever. Like I like bad guys, but you can't root for this bad guy because of the awful things he does. That said, <laughs> uh, um, anyway, now that we've talked about our, you know, just our top villains, we should get into the manga. Dragon Ball. In case you're wondering, we're starting off with chapter 93. Cha- yeah, chapter 93, yeah. Last time, last time on Dragon Ball. Where Goku fi- beat the assassin. He, def- <laughs> he defeated the Tao Pai Pai, the pipes. Yep. Oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, Kyle, have you seen Legend of Korra yet? No. Excuses. You are so disappointing. <laughs> I, if anyone can't tell, I'm recovering from being sick, so... That's the perfect thing to do when you're sick, is marathon a TV show. Yeah, I should have, but I was just so, like, blah. I hate you. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Yeah, alright, I'll watch it. Anyways, Goku has just defeated Tao Pai Pai, the mercenary, also known as the Pipes. Yep. So now, he, he decided what he wants to do with the rest of the Dragon Balls. Bring back uh, the, the the father, Bora. Yeah, Bora, the uh, the Native American warrior. But yeah, we still yeah. The reason why the uh, Red Ribbon hasn't summoned the dragon yet is because they're missing. Um, other than Goku's other ball, uh, are they missing one more? Goku has like four. Oh right. So Goku has like four or five. But he uh, and the Red Ribbon Army has a few. Excuse me, folks. Sorry. Right. So that means Goku has to go to the Red Ribbon HQ to get the rest of the Dragon Balls. That is correct. And uh, so we go to Red Ribbon HQ, and we meet Commander Lieutenant Violet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, folks. I, can't, I gotta say, I'm very attracted to short-haired, colored 
different colored haired women. Okay, Kyle's fantasies aside. Yes. <laughs> she's a female officer in the uh, the Red Ribbon Army. I feel like this is the only time we ever see her. I don't think she. Maybe we do. She's not only. I feel like she's not only the only Red Ribbon female member, but she, yeah, this is like at this only scene we ever see her. She's there just for exposition. Uh, she's found the Dragon Ball and she's giving it to Commander Red, and he's like, "Once, once Tao Pai Pai gets back here, we'll have all the Dragon Balls." And someone informs him that the Dragon Balls are coming towards them. He's like, "Oh, that must be Tao Pai Pai." In reality, it's Goku. Goku, do 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 do. <laughs> And he's, uh, interrupt- not interrupted, but he's being followed by this little robot machine. This flying robot. It's a drone. A drone. It's a drone created by Boma out of the scrap at Master Roshi's house. Yeah. Remember, folks, this is, um, th- this is late 70s, early 80s manga, and this is even before- It's yeah. definitely like mid-80s. Mid-80s, but here's my point. How we have modern drones now for, like, filming, entertainment and stuff, and you put it on your iPhone and you can record it and stuff. Pretty much ahead of his time, but I think that was kind of a thing for sci-fi. Anyway, yeah, so Bulma's controlling one of the drones to follow Goku, and and pretty much everyone now is up to date that Goku is heading straight for the Red Ribbon Army HQ. Well, they don't know that's where he's going. They know he's heading towards other Dragon Balls. Because she turned uh, Roshi's TV into a Dragon Radar. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. But still, yeah. Well, Bulma, MacGyver of the Dragon Ball series. Right. She's too smart. That's when Launch figures out where the Dragon Balls are. Wait, where you said the Red yeah. Ribbon HQ? Yeah, I jumped ahead again. So. Again, Kyle. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, Launch. So Bulma, what Bulma does is she sends the, the drone ahead of Goku to check out where the Dragon Balls are to double check whether or not it's what Launch thinks. And they're right. It's Red Ribbon HQ, and that's when the drone is destroyed. Yeah, I like how uh, Roshi's glasses kind of reflect the TV. Yeah, a little, it's a little detail that yeah. you'd get in Toriyama's art. Right. Oh, I never known known Relaunch to have red eyes. She probably doesn't. It's just weird coloring. Because you know how whenever Toriyama colors something, he uses a very limited color palette? Yeah, it's really like a washout kind of paint stuff. It's like uh, a peach, a gray... <sighs> And a yellow and a red. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's interesting. That's an interesting color palette. Yeah, it definitely, you know, kind of pops up. It does pop out. I don't think it's meant to be the colors that you see. I think they're just substitution. Because, you know, uh, Bumless hair is purple, but the gray, it's gray, but, it, like, you can already kind of see the bluish purple. Yeah, I thought it was more of a, a kind of a grayish blue. But, yeah. But That's I the thing. Know. That's just your eyes playing tricks on you because it's, it's, you know what color supposed to be, but all it is is gray. It's 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 fun. It's a fun visual thing. Yeah, know. that it is. Okay, so now so now that the Red Ribbon Army thinking they're under attack, and uh, that's when Goku arrives, and he's re- he's ready for a fight. Time to go wild. So yeah, Goku's not holding back. And that's when the the pilot who destroyed the drone realizes it's not Tao Pai Pai. Like, oh my God, <laughs> it's this, not him. I wish I didn't cancel my health insurance this week. <sighs> so Boma freaks out. Like he's going up against an army. We need to help him. We need to do something. Yeah, and in typical... They don't have uh, transportation. Right, yeah, because, you know, uh, General um, Colonel Blue stole everything. Yeah. I forgot, was it Colonel or Commander Blue? Uh, General Blue. Excuse me, I'm sorry, General Come on, General Blue. He's much higher ranking than you give him credit for. Yeah. Well, now he's just dead blue. Doesn't yeah, matter. dead blue. So, uh, Boma figures out that she should call Yamcha. Yep. Because there was one thing Yamcha's good for is a ride. <laughs> yes. The Hyena King has oh, been... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. He's what? fallen. Yeah. 
The Hyena King is now just a taxi. Wow. He looks like such a dork, too, in his baggy red shirt. Yeah. He doesn't even look like, like a warrior anymore. Nah, he got a girlfriend, and she totally customized him. Yeah, she she pacified him. Yeah, in a relationship, uh, compromising meaning you got you got to do what your girl tells you. It kind of makes sense though, because he's only the the hyena king because he needed to be because he needed to steal to survive. Right. Because he's a bandit. Here he's living in a super comfortable, rich capsule corp life. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah because he didn't go back to his desert palace or or cave or whatever. He definitely, yeah, he definitely modernized. Right, he's probably wearing really nice clothes and and it's just a super comfy room. He doesn't need to be tough anymore, so why should he? Yeah, that's good. That's actually an interesting uh, point. Okay, so yeah, Puar and... Puar and Oolong are along for the ride. And Oolong's definitely not happy about hearing his news. He has to go with them against the Red Ribbon Army. Yamcha does mention that the uh, Red Raven Army is super tough and he's excited to go up against a challenge. Oh, yeah, well, Yamcha, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's trying. So Goku is whooping ass. <laughs> yeah, killed the pilot. He killed that pilot. He, he burned up in that yeah. the helicopter explosion. Yeah, that pilot be dead, man. And everyone is now freaking out. Like Commander Ray, like, well, why is the kid here? Where's Tao Pai Pai? Could, uh, could this mean that Tao Pai Pai was killed? By son Goku. And uh, they're all freaking out. Goku just jumps in. I'd say guns are blazing, but yeah. by guns I mean his feet and fists. <laughs> yeah, let's just say his adrenaline is up. He's a man on a mission, and he's pretty much going Rambo on their ass. Look at this panel. He, he like, double kicks these two guys in the air. Toriyama is so good at fights. I don't even... I can't even explain to you how good he is at drawing fights. You need to just read the manga yeah when you when you see one panel that just self-explains it all you know that you have gone mission accomplished everybody like these panels are better than storyboards that's how fluid and like it just how much information they give in every panel yeah probably why square uh square enix can afford him to do all every dragon quest game right even after what 20 30 years of dragon ball and dragon ball z kind of stuff they're still making different TV shows, making movies, and the sequels. It's his hard work that kept this series alive. If, if I think if all we got is the, the quality we got from these last few mu- movies, it wouldn't have survived as long as, as it has. Yeah. It's, it's all Toriyama's hard work in the beginning. So, Goku, he's jumping from building to building, dodging helicopter pilots and... Hover... Um, hover, hover uh, cars. tanks, yeah, with guns and stuff. He does this amazing sort of backflip Kamehameha wave. <laughs> and he blows up one of those hover car tanks. Yeah, he's pretty much, yeah, he's gone, no survivors. I mean, he's going, no, take no prisoners. Basically. But you gotta, you gotta hand it to the grunts that they're trying their hardest. They think that they're just doing what they're told and they're getting their asses whooped. And so one of the henchmen tell Commander Red he's heading towards the building. Like, oh, you must be after the Dragon Balls. Yeah. And and Black reminds him that... Commander, you should... Oh, you should retreat underground just to be safe. What? Don't make me laugh. Just because of some stupid kid? He's like, but, but sir... But, but, but sir, he was capable of defeating Tao Pai Pai. The pipes. The, yeah, he's defeating the pipes. They're like, we're not, he's invincible. Like, he's so... Angry. <laughs> I think he's not only angry; he's in, deni- in denial he's because watching, this little kid is pretty much taking down everything. He's re- it's, he's wrecking his base, and he doesn't seem 
to see how powerful he is. Goku even gets shot at one second, and it just it just annoys him. Yeah. Black and Red decide to, to run off to another building because it's Goku scary. Yeah. But we head back to the to Kame House, where Yamcha's arrived in his really cool looking B ship. So yeah, yeah, and it's a capsule course product. So now they're off to go. Oh, along the way, um, they actually asked where's Krillin at. Oh uh, yeah, he went to go go shopping. Which seems to always be why he's not around. So okay, we're back to the Red Ribbon Army. And so they're 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 in their tower hiding from Goku, and and Red says he'll that he'll never ever hang hand over the Dragon Balls. But uh, Black seems to have some concerns, yeah. like we're, maybe yeah, they're we're not... in a bad situation. That Sun Goku, uh, kids possessing a strength beyond our wildest imaginations. Yeah, he's just very concerned that uh, they might not have what it takes to stop Goku. Well, yeah, they lost all their main, not only mining resources, but a lot of their top generals and stuff. And the pipes. Oh, yes. We go back to Yamcha, and he's picked up Krillin out of the ocean, because <laughs> he swims to get his groceries. Yeah. And so, together, they're all running out. They're, they're still on their way. While Goku's still kicking butt, and Goku doesn't need stairs. He just kind of uppercuts up into the next level. Shall you can... Chapter 95 is called Commander Red Dies. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So yeah, Goku's pretty much wa mo wa mopping the floor with every single right? member. He's wailing on them. Like, every hit looks... It hits him real hard. They get him with a rocket launcher, and that just pisses him off. Buddy guy! It's a buddy guy! <laughs> but this part is amazing, because the, the bunny guy and another soldier were hiding behind a table for cover. Yeah. And Goku just runs forward and slams him against the wall with the table. <coughs> oh my god. Like he's wrecking these guys. Like, he's ruining their lives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other Red, soldiers have begun to yeah, flee as we, well. Yeah, they're so scared of him. Red is starting to have concerns. Like, you can see he's worried now because of what, what's happening with Goku. Yeah. Black's suggesting that they retreat. Yeah, and try to formulate another plan. So, I feel like we should read this next bit of dialogue because of how great it is. It's showing the kind of person Commander Red really is. Okay. Alright. Lead the way, oh Capitan. Retreat my ass! You think I'm gonna hand over the Dragon Balls just like that? Your life may depend on it. God, God damn it! I was so close! Just a little more, and I could have gotten taller. Uh, what did you say? Commander Red, did you mean that you were collecting the Dragon Balls in order to increase your height? Yes! Got any complaints? What? It was in order to take control over the world. With a little time, we'd be able to do that. Before that, though, as the controller, I would have to look cool. Gals don't like short men. That was the reason you made us all suffer? How could a ridiculously tall person like you understand how a short person like me feels? Ever since I was a child, I was always made fun of. People also laughed at me for having a face like an old man despite, despite being so short. Wow. Uh, the reason I tracked down the information about the seven Dragon Balls and the wish they could make come true was in order for the Red Ribbon Army to conquer the world. Silence! I'm the commander, so I can do whatever I want! D do you understand just how many sacrifices you made, made out of your men in order to do that? Black! How dare you speak to your commander this way? The only reason we lost is because you bastards didn't train yourselves enough. Now just shut up and listen to your commander's orders! Suddenly, bang! Black shoots Commander Red in the head. 
Yeah, you have no right to com- be my commander. No right to be my commander. Black is done with him. Turns out, yeah, Red just wanted the Dragon Balls. To improve himself. To make himself taller. He's He sacrificed all, that, all those men... All those resources. Yeah. Killed many of his own men. Hell, he even executed many of them. That's right. For menial tasks, just so he can be tall. For vanity. (laughs) It's a pretty graphic death. Yeah. Bullet. Out of nowhere. You don't even see Black aim the gun. You just see the bullet hole in Red's head. So now Black will declare himself the new commander of the Red Ribbon Army. So that's when Goku gets there. And Goku's like, are you the boss? So you're finally here. He's like, yeah, that's right. Since a little bit ago. <laughs> and, uh, and Goku's like, I'm taking the Dragon Balls. And then, uh, the, and Commander Black, this is where he tries to be... I mean, I know he doesn't keep cliff notes, but at least he's not trying to shoot and ask questions later. He's actually trying to entice Goku. This makes him super badass, though, because, I mean, I, even after he, tra- he tries to convince Goku and to he's, join him. He's like, no, I want to bring back Upa's dead. I'm not going to join you. Like, okay, why don't we bring back his, him back to life, and then you can join us. And Goku's like, no, I don't want to. I don't like bad guys. I see. Then it looks like the only thing to do is fight. And that's that's what makes him badass, right here. First he tries to appease to Goku, didn't work. And now he's after everything he's seen, he feels like he can take on Goku one-on-one. That's that's a level of confidence I don't, I don't know that I have. <laughs> Black is cool. He's a cool guy. He's a bad dude, but he's a cool guy. Um, he, he's you can tell he's quick and fast <coughs> because uh, Goku's pretty surprised and he's 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 dodging. He's not just taking the hits. Goku's getting out of the way. That's how that's how tough Black is. But Goku kind of takes him out with one punch. One punch. Yep. Um, uh, but he's not out yet. He's still got a secret weapon. A capsule, and it's a mech. <laughs> how great is that? I still think it's funny that the mech. Um, I know that's where the feet go, or there's extra mechanic, but it looks like a fat mech, or it's very pregnant. Yeah, all the mechs kind of have that chubby look. It's, but, it's pretty great. But it makes that's what makes it unique. So anyway, yeah, so Commander Black has um, a, um, a mobile suit, and he's going to go... He smacks Goku, pretty much um, pimp slaps Goku... Across the room. <laughs> across the room. We get one more scene with Yamcha and, and the crew. Saying, oh, we're almost there, and Krillin's worried that Goku might be dead already. So you can tell there's not a lot of confidence in Goku. I don't know why. But remember, they, they, they th- you know, they know that he can win against a martial arts one-on-one, but they probably never seen him go wild against an, an army. That's true. When they were fighting General Blue, Boma kept making them run. Yeah. They never really st- stood back to fight. So, uh, Black, we'll go back to Black, and Black's, uh, he's fighting Goku with the suit. And he's pretty strong. Yeah. Goku doesn't seem to have a whole lot of uh, options when yeah. fighting this suit. This, this panel of Goku kind of lopsided on the ground mm-hmm. after being tossed. Ouch. That's that's a great... That's going to hurt. That's a great pose. That it is. <laughs> Black shoots at him, but Goku dodges, and Black thinks he, he vaporized him. A lot like uh, Metalli- uh, Ma- Sergeant Metallic did in the Red River... Uh, Muscle Tower, mm-hmm. piece, piece. Yeah, I like how the robot is just like in this goofy, like, dancing pose. Like, victory is mine. He's so sure that he killed Goku. But Goku shows himself. <laughs> he tricks Black 
by jumping onto the the, 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 the dome for where he yeah, can the, see out of. Yeah, the, the dome visor or just, yeah. And Black goes to punch him, but Goku dodges and he and punches himself. He smashes it open, punching himself. Yeah, that's... Uh, that is pure comedy. He got him to hit himself. Black decides, I'm gonna, he's gonna win at any cost. So he decides to shoot out a missile and destroy the entire base. And uh, he shoots a missile out of his back. Goku... Kicks it out of the way. Oh, but it hurt like hell, too. Yeah, apparently kicking a missile hurts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It blows up a mountain, too. That's a... This is, what it is kind of looks like a mushroom cloud, too. Wow. Yeah, it pretty much made it into a crater. And uh, Black decides, screw this. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Screw you guys. I'm going home. And that's when Goku leaps from one of the, the towers, and he goes right through the mech suit. Right from the from the back out the front. Wow. And the mech suit explodes after that. Yeah. Probably killing Black. I think it's a safe bet that, yeah, Black is dead. Goku has acquired quite the body count since this Red Ribbon Army arc started. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so he gets the other two now. He says there's only one Dragon Ball left. Yes, but the, yeah, he doesn't have it, and the Red Ribbon Army doesn't, so which will lead into it. So okay, Goku is now officially pretty much disbanded the Red Ribbon Army for now. Yeah. But I will guarantee you this, folks. He, it will, this will not be the last time we will hear back from the Red Ribbon Army. Yes, they will But, not. you know, Red and all those other guys are gone. Mostly because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Yamcha and friends, they finally make it there. And uh, they're, they're, they, they discuss how, the, how they're going to help out Goku. And while they're discussing... Well, this is a cool thing right here. Because they need to get rid of their, their, their vehicle. Yeah. And Poir pushes a button on the side and it pops back into a capsule. Which, yeah. this is the only time I think we've ever seen something going into a capsule rather than coming out of a cap. Which makes sense for vehicles, but like, how about when uh, General Blue popped out a shotgun, or the pipes popped out a sword? A sword Those or don't Black have. had uh, the, uh, the robot. The, the robot makes sense, because it probably also has a button. I can't imagine a shotgun or a sword having a button. No, that's true. So, I don't know, it's it's hard to... For me, I just I want to know how you get items inside a capsule. Hmm. You know? Yeah, well, it could be a one-time thing where it just it's just pre prepackaged, you know, like the items like the shotgun and the sword oh. prepackaged and then that's just one time emergency thing and then it's either disposable or, you know, you can't compact it back in. Hmm. That's that's an interesting thought. Also like remember when Nam was gonna Roshi told Nam in the, the world tournament that he's he can just get all the water he wanted using a capsule. Yeah. How is he gonna get the water in the capsule? Yeah, well you remember I think the capsule was a water truck or something and he was able to pump water into the water. Was well. that what it was? That's what I thought it was. Like it was some kind of pumping mechanism. So, I thought Roshi said that the capsule was empty. And then he said that you can use it to put whatever you want in or, it. Yeah, well maybe he could Touch a button, throw it in, and then it would absorb as much water as it can. And well, the, then there's the question people? of is there an indicator or something that tells you how full it is, and then you can. Can you put people in capsules? That's a good question. That's awful. Do they die? <laughs> I hope not. Do people get murdered by capsule? But then again, remember, Bulma can shrink, you know, developed a device that made her into Ant Man. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, the shrinking technology, depending on how much they can the, use it. The irredeemable Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, back to the manga. Uh, they see Goku, and they're like, oh, it's Goku. He must not have fought the Red Ribbon Army yet. Well, good. we know better. <laughs> he gets there. Like, oh, good thing you're smart, Goku. Good thing you didn't fight them yet. We're here to help you out. 
It's like, what? No. Okay, I already, yeah, I already beat them and got the Dragon Balls. I love the face on everyone's, well, face, even Locke. Everyone is just so surprised. Lunch. Lunch, excuse me. <laughs> and Krenn's like, y you beat them all? Y you mean the Red Ribbon Army by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. <laughs> Even Yamcha's like, oh, but Park, why don't you go check on the base? And Park comes back, it's true, they've all been beaten, holy crap! <laughs> He's a monster! They're all just, I couldn't believe it. And then Goku turns to Master Roshi, completely ignoring this fact. He's like, hey, you climbed Korin Tower, right? He's like, yeah, I, I, you climbed it too? He's like, yeah. I'm a uh, Corin too. It's like, oh, so that's why you're so much stronger. Like, Roshi gets it. Yeah, Roshi probably, yeah, put it two to two together. Thanks to the training within, within Corrin's tower, he was a, that's how he got that extra boost of stamina and strength. He's like, oh, it took me like three years. <laughs> Holy crap. And then he tells Bulma that the radar is broken. Again. Again. And Bulma's not even mad. She's probably surprised that that's all that broke. Of Goku's in that fight. Anyways, so he mentions his plan. He's gonna go save. He's gonna wish back Upa's dad. So together they all take off. And Roshi says they'll talk. They're talking about how strong he is, Goku. And Roshi mentions he he might he's probably stronger than me now. And he's like, what? No way! Like he destroyed the Red Ribbon Army by himself. I doubt that he. I'd even have I have the stamina to do that alone. Yeah. Maybe younger Roshi, maybe, but yeah. He's still an old guy. Yeah, he's still an old man. He's like, he's like 300 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Yamcha mentions if any of them even want to stand a chance against him in the next tournament, they're going to all have to train like crazy. And like, yeah, that's great. And they're all kind of... But then Yamcha says, even though only a little while ago, we were about equal. What? Yeah. <laughs> when was he equal to Goku? Yeah. Never. He beat Goku the first time they met because Goku was starving. And he didn't he, he didn't even have training with Master Roshi. And then Goku got some food and he, he knocked the crap out of Yamcha. Right. Yamcha is so full of himself at the moment. We were equal not too long ago. Damn. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Yamcha, you're a slacker. A hyena dork. Anyway, but, so we go back to Kame Island. Uh, Boma takes a look at the dragon radar. And she says, that's weird. It's it's not broken. Like, well, what do you mean? They won't show any of the Dragon Balls. And she's like, that means if the radar can't sense it, something must have eaten it or something. Something's blocking the signal. Yeah. And so they need to figure out, they're like, how are we going to get it then? There's no way. And then uh, Roshi says, you could go to... Baba's Palace? Baba's Palace. Just go to Fortune Teller Baba's Palace. So, and he's like, she'll tell you where it is. Like, what? what? What are you talking about? You're like, she's a fortune teller. She knows she can find anything in the world. What? Really? That's great. Let's go there. And Goku's excited. And Master Roshi points it out on a map. Like, yeah, hey, this is where she is. And Goku's like, what? Paper's not going to help me. <laughs> so together, they, uh, Yamcha and Krillin decide to go along with Goku. Might as well. Might as well. They want some, some action. Bulma's like, I am never helping you guys again. <laughs> Your life is too scary, Goku. <laughs> so... The the three three warriors plus Poir decide to go off and and venture to the fortune teller's palace. Oh, chapter yeah. ninety eight. Uh, the cover is fortune teller Baba, and she is an ugly, ugly person. Well, she's supposed to look like a stereotype witch. She does look like a witch, but she's also super tiny. Yeah, and and she she gets around by a hovered crystal ball. Yeah, she flies flies on a crystal ball. But we haven't met her yet. That's just the cover. Yeah. Yamcha mentions 
to Goku, like, you stink and your clothes are messed up. Let's, uh, let's fix that. And Insert Tucson joke here. Yeah. Old Tucson, I should say. <laughs> they essentially go to Tucson. It's crazy. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. I mean, it's a sty- old-style kind of Western thing, but since we live in Arizona, I can think of uh, Old Town uh, Tucson. Let's just pretend they stopped in Arizona. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, the ca- the background and stuff, why not? They joke around and put, have Goku put on some proper clothes for a little boy. Yeah, he looks like one of the newsies. And uh, he doesn't like it. So they, they hand the, the tailor his old uniform. He's like, can you just remake this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And I'm just like used your cheapest clothes, uh, cheapest fabric. So they, they have about an hour, and so Goku decides, I'm, I'm gonna go uh, get Upa, and together we're all gonna wish back Boro's dad. Might as well, yeah. Since he's like the only person there. Is it is Upa and his dad the only surviving member of their tribe left? It looks like it, like they're the only ones. Maybe, I'm, I would guess that there's a, like a, a village nearby, and Bora and Upa just live by the tower to always protect it. Well, that's true. Goku introduces Upa to his, his friends, and uh, just in time for his new clothes to be ready. Oh, I love this. They introduce him to Upa, and Kuren goes, It's a pretty cute girl you got there, Goku. Like, what? Upa, you're a boy, right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Krillin gets all embarrassed. Like, oh, he's, he's a guy, huh? Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah. I like how the Goku even says, Lately, I've been able to tell boys and girls apart uh, better than you, huh? Wow. <laughs> It's weird to consider someone being good at that. It's, I don't know. Oh, uh, and Goku is changing out of his old gi. Yeah, in in the middle of everyone. He's even scratching himself. (laughs) But uh, they they find Baba's palace. And there's a line. There's a line. And everyone in line... Oh, lion guy! Lion guy! There's a lion guy! Everyone in line looks super tough. And they meet this ghost wearing a... Like a... What is it called? A fan? Those, Those... Chinese straw hats. Yeah, Chinese straw hats, excuse me. Kinda, you know, like like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. And the little ghost comes up to Goku. So he's like, are, are you all you guys together? He's like, yeah. Okay, so when it's your turn, I'll, you'll, we'll call you up. And Yamcha notices, hey, everyone in line looks really tough. I wonder why that is. And it's, it's a weird day when Yamcha's the smartest person on your team. Yeah, he definitely points out the obvious. And then the group leaves the palace. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a rich couple, like a like a skinny, rich Miss Vernopoly looking guy, and a, like an older rich chubby lady. So yeah. they're they're not the tough guys. No, they come out like oh, so that's what that was. It stuck to my old gold weightstone. And she's like oh, 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 isn't that wonderful? Like they're they're they found what they needed. Like hmm, they're not tough at all. That's weird. Yeah, that, that, that then you're questioning what the heck's going on. Yes. And the, the guys in front of them, uh, it's their turn to go in, and they wait. They hear a lot of noises. They're not sure what, what's happening. And all the tough guys come back out, and they're all beat up. Yeah, they're lion all... guy has a cane. Yeah. <laughs> Poor lion guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have broken bones, jaws, people in bandages. Now you, now we're asking the question, what the hell's going on here? So Casper explains. Next, please. And so Yamcha asks, what happened to those guys? And he just, the ghost just laughs at him. <laughs> and so everyone's kind of scared. So they get in there and they meet Baba. Fortune teller Baba. Mm-hmm. It's funny because Goku keeps calling her potion seller Baba. So huh. fortune teller Baba. <laughs> and uh, Goku's like, oh, that's a weird name. Like, that's not my real name, it's a nickname. Okay, well, uh, there's something I want you to find for me. But Goku's straight to the point, like always. Alright, you can have it. Just pay up. Uh, 
Ten million zenny. Ten million? Money? We need to pay? Well, there is another way. Like, I figured you guys didn't have any money. Come this way. And, uh, Miyamsa's like, well, what are we doing? And he says, you'll be fighting my fighters. And if you can defeat my fighters, I'll tell you whatever you need to know. And they're like, oh, that's it? We just gotta fight? Oh, that's what we do. We're we're in. (laughs) That's Oh, God. Now here comes the cockiness. And they named Krillin's, yeah, Krillin's been pretty cocky. You know, I'm impressed. <laughs> Let's see what yeah, you got. Yeah, me excited. Let's see what you got. So, so, yeah, we have our first arena. So they're in their arena, and Bob was like, you're just a bunch of kids. You can't, you're not going to win. <laughs> like, no, we'll do it. And Krillin's like, hell yeah, we will. And uh, Poir and Upa are like, can we just watch? We don't want to, we don't want to fight. Because they're, they're not fighters. Yeah, they're not fighters. I mean, one's a shapeshifter and one is a kid. And Goku's like, well, then it'd just be the three of us. And Bob was like, oh, you three against my five? Oh, you've got some confidence, kid. Yeah, well, yeah, Goku is always eager for a fight. So they ask about the rules. And Bob was like, uh, there's, there's no rules. If you give up or fall into the lake, you lose. The, the, the arena is a round one, and it's surrounded by a lake. So, okay, Krillin volunteers to go first. He's so cocky. Like, Which one did you go first? I will. And he's all—he's still cocky. He's looking back at the other guys. You guys probably won't even need to fight, Goku. Uh, just leave it to me. I'll take on all five of these warriors. And so Baba calls out. And who looks like a, a Muay Thai boxer. Yeah, he transforms from a bat to a Muay Thai boxer with a extreme haircut. So he's wearing boxing gloves and uh, bandages his feet. And he's wearing nothing but... Uh, boxing shorts. Yeah, boxing shorts. He's got a little tie around his arm. Which, that's what makes me think he's a Muay Thai boxer. Yeah, that's those. what I'm thinking as well, because uh, Kabbalah or anything like that. Where, but, so yeah, so this tournament turned into a big first level of Castlevania. So the fight begins, and Krillin's still pretty cocky. He, he goes to kick uh, Dracula, but Dracula turns into a bat and flies all around the ring. And then he transforms back into a human, jumps on Krillin's back, and starts sucking blood out of his head. <laughs> And the Yamcha's like, get off! He's a vampire! He's sucking your blood, Krillin! And Krillin's just Blah. running around in circles. Eventually, uh, Krillin gets the idea to jump backwards, so he'll land on top of the vampire. <laughs> but Dracula jumps away the last second, and Krillin just ends up headbutting the ground. And he's all, he's kind of dizzy. He's lost a lot of blood. And uh, he uh, he gets angry, and just blood kind of shoots out of his wounds on his head. Yeah. And uh, Krillin's like... Yamcha yells out, like, you can't panic, Krillin, you need more stress, and you'll lose too much blood. So, Krillin, being a monk, decides to, to pray. Yeah, to, yeah. to do his meditation and Meditation. Stuff. But then Goku, like an idiot. Like, yeah, it looks like you grew hair. Ha 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 ha. Shut up! Krillin gets super angry, stressing him out. More blood shoots out of his head. And oh. Dracula kind of kicks him out of the arena. Yeah. El- yeah, he knees him. Knees. So he's definitely a Muay Thai boxer. Round goes to Dracula. Krillin lost first round. Too bad. Yeah. Jeez, Krillin, you lost really quick. It's because you keep bugging me! So they discuss, and the, our, our heroes discuss, the strategy. And so they decide to throw in... Well, they ask Baba if it's okay if both Upa and Puar join together as one fighter. Because they're, they're both really tiny. Right. They can combine, they make one person. That's pretty, it's pretty shocking that they send in two people who didn't want to fight. Well, the, let's see what their strategy will consist of. And uh, Bob was like, you know what, that's cool, whatever, do your thing. And so Dracula 
tries to eat them, and Upa just exhales a lot, and apparently he's got garlic in his breath. <laughs> that sends the vampire flying away in his bat form. So he tries to do the same tactic on Puar that he did with Krillin. And Puar turns into an echidna. I thought it was a porca- porcupine. Kind of the same thing. Well, yeah. Okay, he turns into a... Um, yeah, he could be a hedgehog for all we know. Yeah, and he, he bites into Poir, and the, the quills in the back stab him in his mouth. So he, he freaks out. And then he looks over at Upa, and Upa's just standing with his arms out in the T-pose, kind of. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm I'm a cross now. <laughs> Vampires <laughs> hate crosses. He goes, what? <laughs> he freaks out, and <laughs> he flies away. But then uh, Poir turns into a hand, and slaps him down into the lake. <laughs> so Upa and Poir beat Dracula. It's well, probably the Am Sandler version of Dracula. I think he'd probably beat them. Well, um, I take that back. Hotel Dracula is pretty awesome, and I think... It's kind of funny that they could beat an opponent that Krillin couldn't. That's pretty sad. And, and Krillin's not even feeling bad. He goes, not bad. This know? kind of starts, though, but it's, it's a pattern where Toriyama will use a character to show how tough another character is. By making them lose immediately, and that makes that original character seem weaker. Right. So even though we know Krillin's tough, we know he's super strong. He ends up losing the fight, and it makes him look like a like a loser. Right. But you know, then again, you know, he kind of asked for it when he, you know, did the leap before he looks. Yeah, it all makes sense story wise. But Toriyama has a habit of doing that to characters, making them look weak yeah. for the others to make others look stronger. That's too bad, and I do like Krillin. So, uh, Upa and Puar decide to get out of the ring because they don't want to fight anymore. Yeah, so now it uh, it's Yamcha's turn. And uh, he says, uh, he tells Goku, like, don't worry about fighting. Uh, we'll use you as a secret weapon. <laughs> I'll, uh, let's see if I can do this without you. And he's like, so where's your next opponent? I'm Yamcha, the Hyena King. <laughs> Baba's like, oh, he's already here. <laughs> they look around and there's nobody. Can't you see him? Well, of course not. He's Suki-san, the Invisible Man! <laughs> <laughs> so there's obviously a theme here with the witches, the ghosts, the vampires, Invisible yeah, Men. Yeah, they kind of go for a classic horror theme. The Universal kinda. monster yeah, movie. Yeah, Universal. Then again, I don't remember Universal have a, a real witch, but then again, that's what the theme is, that she's supposed to look like a magical character, and then her fighters are Universal monster characters. It'd be a weird fight, as we see, because he starts being the crap at a Yamcha. Yamcha can't fight back because he doesn't know. And Krillin gets an idea. Goku, hurry up and get Master Roshi and Bulma here. Hurry. He's like, why? Because, just do it. So Goku flies off on the Nimbus to go get Master Roshi and Bulma. Yeah. But then Bob was like, flying Nimbus? Who is this kid? (laughs) Yamcha manages to to land a kick because he decides if he listens real closely, he can hear the guy. Oh, he's like, I can hear you now. I can take you out. And And the visible guy says, are you sure about that? And Baba starts to sing really loudly and annoyingly. Like, I am Fortune Teller Baba! Super cute Fortune Teller Baba! (laughs) So now Yamcha can't sense the Invisible Man anymore and he continues to get his ass kicked. And it is at that point, Goku is carrying uh, Master Roshi and Bulma. And they're pretty upset. They're like, why why did you take us here? How about you take me home to the city or something? Like, uh, I'd like you to watch the battle. Like, what? Why? Yeah, yeah, Bulma, uh, stand over here. Uh, Master Roshi, you stand over here and also look up a little bit <laughs> and Bama's all angry he's like I can't even see the match why am I looking the opposite way like, don't worry about it like, ready stay there now 
and he pulls Boma's top down. Whoa. And Master Roshi gets a nosebleed that shoots off into the ring and covers the invisible man. Oh. So now Yamcha can see him and Yamcha whoops him. <laughs> And he gives up. <laughs> so they turned... <laughs> they turned a stupid joke into a, a strategy. I should say, though, in the Viz manga, it's censored and Bulma's wearing a bra instead of being topless. It's weird that they censor things. Yeah, but then again, how old is she in during this time? Oh, that's right. She's like 16, 17. Yeah. yeah that's I, fair, I guess. That's fair. Point of Viz on that. It's weird, though, because it's not even... I remember looking at it, I could have sworn she was topless in this scene. And uh, the, the the way they sensed they drew a brow, but they didn't just draw like a, a, right, like a regular, it was very lacy and intricate. So someone went in there, took and their drew, time and draw the best brow, they drew the best brow they could have. I guess that could be a joke in itself right there. Like, Alright, whatever. Yeah, well, so Bulma is not happy that... <laughs> I like when she says, you think my pure, unspoiled breasts are a tool for you to use? Jeez. <laughs> 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 well, I just I use them to help your boyfriend. Calm down, Boma. Okay, I, I like how Roshi says, Were you trying to have me die from blood loss? <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm very sorry, but I had no choice. <laughs> the messenger's like, oh, Thank you later in secret. <laughs> <laughs> Next fight. She's, the ba Baba mentions the last three are actually are true fighters. That are, they're not going to use gimmicks. Boma asks the question, So why are you guys fighting. I thought you were just here to get a Dragon Ball. And Krillin explains to her that it costs a lot of money to get to get a fortune tell told, and they can't afford it, so we can get it for free if we beat up her fighters. And Master Roshi drops a bomb here. He goes, ah, so you're just as gritty as you've always been, sis. Okay. Like, well, what do you mean, sis? Like, fortune teller Baba's my sister. What? None <laughs> None <day all. laughs> So Baba goes, long time no see. Looks like you're just as lazy as you've always been. And still just as perverted. <laughs> like, Leave me alone. And Krillin's like, oh, well, if, if you're Master Roshi's sister, then uh, can you give us a free fortune? <laughs> Didn't even think about it. Fighting is the only form of entertainment I have anymore. Money and fighting, yeah. Yeah. And Yamcha's like, it's fine. This would be good training for me. Yeah, like... like whatever, Yamcha. You're, he's going to need the training. <laughs> oh, God, if... Baba says, we're going to move to another arena for these next couple of fights. Master Roshi's like, hey, sis, give me some cash. Like, no, get a job! <laughs> she can tell that they're... They're just kind of... Uh, they're bickering. Simple, yeah. And Boma meets Upa for the first time. Like, huh, who, who are you? I'm Upa. So you're the one Goku is going to revive the, your dad with the Dragon Balls. Yes. So everyone knows each other now. Oh, wait, what was that last scene with... Uh, says, don't get too chummy uh, with... Krillin's like, uh, don't get too friendly with her. She's kind of a bitch. What's that supposed to mean? Anyways. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like, where is she taking us? And Master's to the devil's toilet. What? What's that? And he's like, you have any advice, Master Roshi? Don't die. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Yamcha's pretty worried now. So Yamcha gets off at, at the second floor, and the rest of them go off to the third. And this arena is really... Graphic. It's it's giant room, and on either side of the room is a pretty much a, a gothic depiction of the devil on a toilet. Yeah, a giant statue of a devil using a toilet. Yeah, and the bridges are two connecting tongues. Yeah, it has his tongue sticking out, and they both meet in the middle, and under them is, is like lake of acid. The stakes are pretty high here. Yeah, pretty much. Yamcha could die in this fight. Okay, so ba Baba brings out the dried-up gladiator. She brings in a mummy. And it's this, this guy. He's pretty big. He's covered in... Bandages. Bandages, like a mummy. Yeah. He's not hard to imagine. Yeah, but he's not covered in the face. You get to see his shit-eating yeah. grin. So, yeah, go... Fight starts. Yeah, so Yamcha is going to be fighting the mummy. 
and they go at it. The mummy's super nimble and super quick. Did yeah. not expect that from a mummy. Yeah, yeah. Usually we think of the you know kind of like the zombies where they would move. Yeah. Kind of limited because they're worried about it, but nope. This gladiator's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He's the opposite. He's 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 he's, he's a martial artist for sure. Yep. He's kicking Yamcha's butt. This is what happens. Yamcha almost falls into the, the acid lake. The mummy says, because he's hanging off the edge. Yeah. And the mummy says, get up. It's no fun if I win this quickly. <laughs> and Baba's smirking. That is a scary thing to say. <laughs> yeah. So Yamcha goes all out. Woo, fang fist. And so, yeah, he does his technique. No effect, because he can't touch him. And the, the mummy kind of gives him a swipe. Uh, what was it called? A side uh, sideways kick? He, he trips him. Then he jumps in the air and, like, bombs him and knees him in the stomach. Ooh. Yamcha felt that. He's he's, he's kind of done. And then he just begins to wail on Yamcha. And uh, and in the end, he grabs him by the neck and holding him over the pit of acid. And he tells Yamcha to give up. And Yamcha, not wanting to die, gave up. up. Yeah. Well, hopefully that knocked him a peg down. <laughs> yeah, it should because he's way too confident lately. Yeah. <laughs> Boma, oh my god. And she's like, talk about pathetic, man. How could you lose to someone like that all beat up? Wow. <laughs> Even Krillin's kind of questioning her logic there. He's like, you realize he's not really beat up, that he's actually a mummy, right? <laughs> she doesn't care. She's mad because her boyfriend lost. Yeah, lost badly. So it's time for Goku. Both Upa and Krillin don't want him to fight because they're worried that he might die. I get it. They're, yeah, they're, they're friends and they're yeah, worried about him. They're compadres. It's, it's getting a little annoying how little they think of Goku. Oh, yeah. Like, they know he's strong, but they assume that he can't win, and it's really weird. So the fight starts, and Goku just stands there. With a big smile on his face. And uh, the mummy notices, like, oh, what? He's just standing there, but there's no there's no openings. I can't... How am I supposed to attack that? <laughs> like, he's starting to panic, just looking at Goku. And he starts he wailing on Goku the way he did Yamcha. Yeah. And Goku falls to the ground. And the, Face first, yeah. And the mummy's like, <laughs> that wasn't so tough. I don't know, there's no reason that I should have been worried. Goku gets up, like it was nothing. He's like, alright, my turn. He's basically doing what he did with Tao Pai Pai, where he, he let him beat him up for a bit so he can figure out how strong and fast he is. <laughs> so he could attack. So he was testing the waters. Yeah, basically. He takes the mummy out. Like one, one punch! One good punch. Yeah, we will now declare Goku as his day One Punch Man. One Punch! Everyone's shocked. And then uh, even Master Roshi's like, I-, I can't believe he's this good. That darn Goku, he's really become something special. And they're all, they're all shocked at Master Roshi being shocked. And Goku's just still excited to fight. Like, all right, Granny, who's your next fighter? Oh my god, he's not even warmed up. And we get to see the next two fighters chan- chanting with each other. One is a... A man in a devil suit. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a demon, a bat-winged... He has bat wings, and he's in this black bodysuit with horns on top of his head. I think he's called Devil Man. Yes, his name is Devil Man. And then we get the other fighter, who's a man with a, a halo. Yeah, and a kitty mask. And a, like, yeah, a little cat mask. And he's wearing a martial arts uniform. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we. So, they, they bring out Devil Man. It's his turn to fight. Anyway, uh, so Goku is fighting the devil. Devil Man jumps in the air and he's flying. His wings aren't just for show. He can actually fly. 
He he launches at Goku, and Goku just kicks him to the side. <laughs> Even Bamba's like going, "What?" He's like, "You don't seem very strong either." <laughs> and Devilman's like, "What? You can't you can't talk to me that way. Such insolence to a devil." Baba's frustrated. Like, you stop joking around. You take him out this instant. Like, she's mad. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he attacks Goku, but he can't land a hit. Goku punches him, and he almost falls in the, the acid himself. I like how the de the the Devil Man is just like flapping his wings the fastest he can. <laughs> I mean, comedically, you know, you would think he would be sorry. He's like, ah, ah, oh man, that was close. So, uh, the, the, everyone on, on Goku's team was pretty excited. Kurin's like, he doesn't look very tough at all. And Master's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. He's a master. He's, he's won. Even, yeah. He's won the, 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 the World Martial Arts Tournament twice. Twice? Damn. So this guy is a, is a champion, a two-time champion. That's... wow. And, and so the fact that Goku can fight him like this just tells how strong he is. The Devil Man decides it's time. And he's gonna use his shows off his true power. So he puts both his index and middle finger to each side of his temple. And he says that no matter how nice someone tries to be, everyone is evil in their heart. So even if you have a tiny trace of evil in the heart, I can make it grow until it eventually explodes and blow you to smithereens. Whoa. And uh, that's Master Roshi. He's like, watch out, that's the Devil Might Ray. Seriously, he's trying to kill you, Goku. Okay, so he does the technique. He blasts this spiral. Actually, even Baba uh, says, wait, don't do it. That's too far. And he blasts anyway, and it's this spiral, this beam. And it hits Goku, and it shocks him. Like, ah, ha, ha, explode. And he was like, no, Goku. Uh, That's it. Explode. Kaboom. What? what? <laughs> and Goku's like, what's happening? <laughs> Devil Man's like, it, it, it can't be possible. Does this mean he doesn't have any evil in his heart? And Goku's like, what just happened? This is weird. Hey, yeah, even Baba's like, what's going on here? Like, what's with this kid? Is his heart just that pure, like a baby or an animal? <laughs> and Goku doesn't die because he's pure of heart. Now, did you ever play Tenkaichi Budokai 3 for the PS2? Oh, I love that game. It's my favorite. Devil Man's a character in that game. I thought I unlocked all the characters, but yeah, go ahead. Maybe you played one or two. And three, three is the one that had all the characters. And Devil Man was one of the characters. Oh, I'm thinking of Budokai 3. I'm sorry. I'm I beat that game. Talking about Tenkaichi Budokai 3. I haven't played that one. They had so many characters. Devil Man was one of them. Wow. And his Devil Might beam would kill like Majin Buu in one hit. That's, mm -hmm. But if you shot Goku or Gohan with it, no damage. <laughs> so it, it's funny because that means the programmers had to sit there and decide the level of evil of every character and how much damage it would do to them. Because it, it hurt like Krillin or Master Roshi a bit. But like it would kill like Cell and Frieza. It would it kill Majin Buu, but Cell and Frieza would it take most of their life away. Yeah, it is, it is, it's fun. It's fun that they they went to the trouble of to, actually doing that. Yeah. All right. So now everyone's so like going. Master He's Roshi, alive. Master Roshi kind of theorizes, and Devil Ma Devil Man's worried now. So now he summons a pitchfork. A pitchfork. He's a devil. Yeah. He's trying to stab Goku, but Goku gets serious. Yeah, he kicks the guy so hard. He breaks through the statue and embeds in the wall with, like, his, his whole upper to torso is just inside the wall, and his legs are just hanging Even out. Even Goku said, okay, I went a little too far, and Baba is just in shock. So Goku won, and it was, like, so happy and excited. Yeah, okay, but here's the shocker, folks. They bring out a new guy, and he's, a, he's an old man with the, the cat mask, 
in the martial arts. He's very like tiny and round. He's kind of like Master Roshi. Yeah, I like how his performances, instead of being a big flashy thing, he just goes up and says, "Hi there," and Goku so, says, "Hey there." I imagine he's like, "What's up?" And Goku's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> he's like, "That's it. That's the ultimate champion they have." And then the 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 our, the, the fighter goes. Baba, I, I have an answer, a favor to ask. He's like, what do you want? Can we just fight in the other arena? It's too cramped in here. And Baba's like, uh, okay, if that's what you really want. Yeah. So they go back outside. And it's actually nice outside. And Baba asks, like, what do you think? Can you, can you win? And he's like, in the, the... I'm wondering myself. Yeah, he doesn't quite know if he can beat Goku. And, Kr- and Krillin notices something's up with Goku. Like, uh, what's wrong, Goku? You, you tired? Like, no, nah, nah, I'm not tired. It's just that guy smells nice. Did he, eat, did he eat something nice? Like, what's he smell like? No, that's not it. I don't really get it, but it's a happy smell. Ah, that's, it's a nostalgic smell. And Chris, like, you're you're weird, Goku. <laughs> so the the, cha- the, the champion Baba's fighter and her, Baba and her champion are talking. They're talking secret. Mm-hmm. And Yamcha asks Roshi, she's like, hey, you've been quiet for a while. What's up? Yeah, no, and Roshi is wondering what's up as well. Like, what? You afraid Goku's gonna lose? There's no way he'd lose. And he's like, no, that's not it. Something's familiar about that guy's voice. I feel like I've heard, met him somewhere before, but I can't remember. And he's like, oh, I just I feel like he's somebody amazing. <laughs> like, Master Roshi's having trouble with this too. And Bulma is obviously not buying it. Really? He didn't look too tough. Bulma's such an idiot. <laughs> you know, for yeah, for a super genius, he's <laughs> definitely stupid. And, and Baba kind of exclaims, What? That's it, huh? Like, oh, alright. This sounds like it'd be fun. And Goku's impatient. Like, Can we just fight already? Alright. But we're, we're changing the rules. It ends when one of you cries uncle. So just when someone gives up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she adds one rule to the no rules list. And I'll tell you where this Dragon Ball thing you, you want is. She doesn't know what Dragon Ball is. You think she'd know. Of all people, Fortune Teller Baba. I mean, just because she can find anything doesn't mean she knows everything. Yeah, I mean, Fortune Tellers, well... Roshi didn't know what a Dragon Ball was either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could have been recently developed things, or they're probably no. so old that they don't even know. That's probably it. The, the two get ready to fight. The, the warrior, the champion, asks him, what? He chastises him. He's what, you don't bow before a fight? And he goes, oh, oh, okay. And he bows. Yep, out of, yeah, supposed to be a sign of respect, yeah. <laughs> Even Master Roshi's impressed, like, oh, so begin! So they start to fight. They're dodging and catching each other's attacks, like, they're not really landing anything. And this guy does a crazy attack. He jumps in the air, like he somersaults. When he hits the ground, he launches towards Goku from behind, and he just smacks Goku, like, knocking him off his feet. Like, this guy has speed and strength. It's crazy. But Goku... Like, he recoils. Like, he doesn't really hit the ground. He just bounces back up. He kicks this guy in the throat. (laughs) And everyone's just kind of shocked. Like, what did we just see? That was intense. (laughs) Goku tries to kick him, but he catches Goku's foot, slams him on the ground, and tosses him up in the air. Goku has his work cut out for him. Oh, most definitely. Then he jumps in the air. And bicycle kicks him. Kick him right back down to the ground. Breaking the, the floor as he hits. Even Master Roshi's like, oh no! <laughs> He's scared for Goku. Yeah. Oh, Goku pulls a Superman. He just launches right out of the ground, right back at him, kicking the guy, but he jumps off of the building, back into the ring. Yeah, remember that out of bounds does not mean out of bounds. It's until somebody cries uncle. So, as he's launching back at Goku, it's for another kick, but Goku just sort of flexes and takes the kick. That's insane, who does that? Goku. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. 
So he's like, alright, I got one more attack up my sleeve. And he puts his hands together. And does the magic words. He starts to do a Kamehameha wave. Oh, crap. Everyone's like, what? This is... Who is this guy? Goku dodges yeah. with an afterimage. Oh, man. I love afterimage. <laughs> yep. Even the fighters are going, what? What? The Zazu Ken. Master Rashi's figured it out. Yep, pretty much. He knows much. who this mystery fighter is. Yeah. The the cover page for this chapter, we see the, the man's face. But we're not going to tell you until later, so... Uh, yeah. And he's going to do a dive, and then he's going to do a Kamehameha wave. And he starts doing it, and the mystery fighter's like, what? You, what? You can do that too? <laughs> he's pretty shocked. He destroys the ring further, but uh, it seems like the mystery fighter kind of got out of the way. Barely. Barely. He falls to the ground. Goku does... Yeah, Goku like, then jumps up and knees him. Lands. That move happens a lot in this this manga. This the, the drop knee. That, hurt, that looks like it hurts so much. Maybe that's the point. That. And the Goku says, if you don't say uncle, I'm going to finish you off myself. And everyone's pretty sure that he won. But the mystery fighter's laughing. Yep. And then suddenly he grabs Goku's tail. He starts to, like, he, getting, he gets drowsy. And he falls over. Yeah. And Nyabcha knows right away what's going on. Oh, no, Goku loses his power when his tail gets squeezed. I'm sorry. The only reason Yamcha knows is because he saw Chi-Chi grab his tail. Right. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely did a lot of recon when he fought, uh, when he was trying to beat Goku or steal a Dragon Ball. That's weird that Go Yamcha's the only one who knows his weakness. That's probably why he's so freaking confident. It's because he knows his only weakness. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Master Roshi, no one else knew. Master Roshi's like, what? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Krillin, Krillin like, doesn't know that. His tail's his weak spot? Oh man, he must have figured it out. I thought me and uh, me and Chi Chi were the only ones who knew. He's like he must be he must be a one hell of a master if he just he just spotted that weakness. Yeah, Master Roshi is not confident, but he's pretty sure that that's not the only reason. Yeah, he's silent. His silence says everything. Yeah. Oh, how pathetic. And Bob is pretty excited. Haha, <laughs> the shoes on the other foot. Hey, kiddo, looks like you have negated to toughen up your tail. And Master Roshi, he knows for sure now. Now he put two and two together, and he's absolutely sure. This guy, his true identity has to be. Ugh. Here, I thought that was impossible. It's not that he spotted Goku's weakness. He knew all along. Eh? What? <laughs> so the mystery fighter pretty much does the... The Hulk's puny god technique. Yeah, puny god. This fight is being watched from a satellite in space by who? Emperor... Pilaf. Yeah, Emperor Pilaf, excuse me. And now so, they know Goku's weakness. Because, so, you know, the, he's pretty much trying to observe and, you know, get more data on how to conquer the world. The mystery fighter is telling Goku to give up. It's like, how, how did... Bum was like, how did he know? How did he know that Goku's tail was his weak spot? And spoiler alert, Master Roshi. He goes, Goku's dead grandfather, son Gohan. Eh? What? How could this be? How could this be? Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, he says, he tells, he warns Goku, if you don't surrender, you're gonna die. And as he swings, he rips out Goku's tail accidentally. Ouch. I bet that hurts like a scab. It's, a tail's connected to your spine. What sort of damage does that do, does that do? Just ripping out bones like that? I have no idea. Of course, like, when you see Goku's reaction, I don't even know what kind of pain Goku went through with that one. That's ridiculous, having that just ripped out. And, uh, the Mystery Fighter, or Grandpa Gohan, goes, uh, oh, damn, <laughs> his tail ripped off. And now that this tail's gone, that means Goku's weak spot is gone. Yep. And they're like, what? His dead grandpa? I don't... 
he's dead. How does this doesn't make any sense? Everyone's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, he, he's still dead, Mesroshi says. He's still yeah. dead. Look at him. He's got a halo floating above his head. Like, oh, then, well, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah. So Goku is now pissed. How dare you tell my tail? Yeah, I like how the fighter's like, dot, dot, dot. Okay, I'm screwed. No, I'm mad. And then the, the mystery fighter goes, oh, okay, uncle, I lose. <laughs> he gives up. Right <laughs> there and then. He doesn't want to fight a mad I Goku. like how Goku's like going, what? Everyone's going, what? And Baba's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. You've gotten strong, Goku. You have done some fine training. How do you know my name? He's like, but you've neglected to toughen up your tail. Even though it was your weakness, I thought I warned you about that. And Goku, silent. Yeah. And, and then a... Then... It, it, it can't be. It, it can't be. Oh, how sad. You, you, you're just only realizing. That's, That's right. right. It's me. It's Grandpa Gohan. He has such a nice old man face. Yep. He's wearing like a little black kind of beanie thing. He's got... He's just a nice old man face. He's got a big bushy mustache. Kind of like Master Oshis, but minus the beard part. Yep. Grandpa! Grandpa! And he freaks out, and Goku's so happy. He goes to hug him. (laughs) He doesn't just hug him. Like, he jumps on his face and hugs him. (laughs) Like a cat. Like a monkey. Oh, monkey, yeah. Get it? Yeah, well, yeah. Based on uh, Son Goku, the Monkey King. And Goku's crying. He's so happy he's crying. (laughs) Well, what do you expect when you have a dead relative come back? And the Yamcha mentions, of course, no matter how strong he may be, he's still just a kid. Like he, thank you, Einstein. Somebody has to point out the obvious. I don't know. Yeah, thank. Yeah, Cam obvious. And the Gohan goes, sorry about the tail. Looked like you hadn't overcome that weakness. So I figured I'd do something about that. But I was too rough and I ripped it off. Anyway, you got really strong. I believe I couldn't beat you. Master yep. Roshi's been teaching you? Like, yep. So he, he bows to Roshi. He's like, it's been a long time. And Roshi's like, oh, let's bring back memories. I can't believe... I didn't realize it was you right away. And so, Grandpa, are you back to life? Goku's all excited. Like, no, no, let's... I haven't been brought back to life. But, uh, Master Roshi's sister here, she's capable of moving freely between the, the, the world of the dead and the world of the living. Oh, crap. And she, she scouts dead guys to fight for her in these tournaments. That <laughs> <laughs> explains her other guys. Mm-hmm. And she pays them a pretty good salary to do so. Wow. I bet if anyone had a... If you're like me and pay a minimum wage job, <laughs> well, I mean, for a day. You're, you're not a kung fu master, so. <laughs> yeah, neither are you, so. Hey, watch it! I can ride the Nimbus. Alright, and I'm a Green Lantern. Anyways, Goku says, in that case, you should, you should come back and live with me. It'd be great. We'll look at old times. No, no. Like, I'm only able to return to this world for one day. And Bob's like, what? So it was a coincidence that you were here today? Like, And Master Roshi points like, nope. Big Sis can tell the future through through her, through her powers. You knew we'd be coming here today, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, of course I did. I'm fortune teller Baba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not Sister Cleo. And uh, Gohan asked me to tell him if any 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 kid with a tail ever stopped by. But I, she didn't know why he wanted to know that. Right. She never knew that Goku was his grandson. Gohan kind of bows to Roshi and he's like, I, I never imagined that you'd train him, Master Roshi. I, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now I can return to the afterlife with, with a little bit of peace and confidence. You know, a little peace That's of mind. That's nice. He's, he's grateful to Roshi and all that. By the way, he's, he's obviously a good guy, Gohan. Yeah. I like this part. By the way, that darn Goku hasn't been turning into a giant monkey, has he? Like, relax. He's been fine ever since I destroyed the moon. <laughs> what? What? Oh, nothing. <laughs> no, we're not talking about anything. Which... 
man, he has no hard feelings against Goku because. Yeah, that's probably how he died. Yeah, it's never directly said, but it's obvious that's how he died. Is Goku turned into a monkey and stomped him to death? Yeah, I mean, how how crushed would Goku? I mean, this is probably the best well kept secret, and this is not a spoiler, but throughout the thing, he never put two and two together on the giant ape thing and stuff. I mean, he might have as an adult, but it was never Gohan's never really brought up again. I mean, later on, we may maybe see him once or twice, but I know this is looking ahead of time. But I'm just saying. And so I don't know. You'd feel like I'd be a little annoyed if my kid stopped me to death. Um, you probably got over it. It's been a while. Well, yeah. I mean, he's your kid. You love him, but sometimes even they make mistakes. By stomping you to death. Yeah, but, you know, he's dead. I mean, you know. Yeah, he's probably lived a full life. Yeah. And uh, Goku's like, oh, I, I, I got something to show you, Grandpa. Hold on, hold on. He runs up, he comes back with the, the Dragon Balls. And he brings them to Four Star. Like, I've hung on to this. Look, I have it. Like, oh, oh yeah, I, I picked that up a long time ago. Well, why do you still have... Well, you have a bunch of ones that look just like it. Even yeah. Gohan didn't know what a Dragon Ball was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And probably thought it was like, something cool. Was, yeah, that's all it was. He thought it was cool, so he kept it. Bum was like, yeah, that, those balls, that ball really changed Goku's life. He's like, what? There's an establishing shot of, of the arena from, like, a bird's eye view. It's just to tell you that uh, they told Gohan the entire story of what's happened so far. And Gohan's like, whoa, that's... Uh, I had no idea. And so now that they have all the Dragon Balls, or they, they're gonna have all the Dragon Balls, they can bring Lupa's dad back to life. And Lupa is worried. He's like, well, what about... Goku's grandpa. I mean, I don't want to take that wish away from Goku. Wow. Upa's, That's actually, yeah, he's a good-hearted kid, but... He's such a nice kid. He's willing to let go of his father for Goku's wish. And, yeah, it definitely asks that question, why didn't Goku do that in the first place throughout the Dragon Ball era? Why didn't he get... Now, here's the answer. Go on, Goku. <laughs> That's no problem. I actually like the afterlife quite a bit. Plenty of hot babes there. <laughs> Uh, he's such a perv, just like Roshi. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, he's obviously your student. He's like, oh, shut up, leave me alone. And so Upa's really happy, like, yay, I get to see my dad. So Baba decides to tell to tell everyone. Uh, she, she keeps her promise, and she's going to tell everyone who the Dragon Ball is. And Gohan's like, well, in that case, I'll head back to the afterlife, the world of the dead. And Goku's like, oh, you, you're leaving now? He's like, yeah, I'm glad to see how big and strong you've grown. But uh, I know I can trust Roshi and the others to keep looking after you. You, you little devil. <laughs> so he, he thanks Baba. He pats Goku on the head. And then they say their goodbyes. He says, all right, I'll see you sooner or later when we all meet in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everyone other than Bulba is just like going, oh, uh. Oh, shit. That's not something you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you guys again probably when you die. What? what? Roshi says, stay healthy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> your... oh, I gotta love that joke. So Goku's pretty happy that he got to meet his grandpa one last time. And he says goodbye and he fades away. Yeah. Farewell. Goodbye, Grandpa Gohan. So now that... Uh, Goku yells out kind of like to the heavens. Yeah. Like, Once my tail grows back, I'm going to toughen it up too and become way stronger. And Roshi's like, if you get any stronger, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> so Baba decides to locate the Dragon Ball. And she looks her in like, there it is. What? It's, it's moving. Moving. And it's inside that car. You see it? Yeah, I see it. That shouldn't be enough to stop it from the radar, Boma points out. Yeah, well, I think that um, Emperor Pilaf actually had a um, a box that allowed it to block the dragon radar. Yes, that's what it was. Is the, the box he was carrying had the dragon ball. Yeah. And I think that's where we're ending. Yep, this is the uh, 
This is all. This is where I stopped myself. Okay, good, good. Okay, final thoughts. Final thoughts. So you've never read these chapters before. No, but they were fun. It's, so uh, what'd you think of Red's true reasoning? Behind... I think it was petty, and his death was well justified by com- right. by General Black. Staff Sergeant Black, I believe. Yeah, Staff Sergeant. Well, then it became Commander Black after. Yeah, he was death. Commander Black afterwards. Let's just call him Commander For Black. all of ten seconds. Before he exploded. But, you know, I thought Black was a more intimidating character right. than Red. I he's still kind of... Piece I'm, of garbage. Yeah. Well, now he's, a pe- now he's a dead piece of garbage. The best kind. Exactly. So, <laughs> so then we move on to the Fortune Teller Baba's tournament. Um, Let's just go one by one. Dracula. Dracula. The Muay Thai Dracula. I thought it was an interesting concept. I did like the joke where uh, Upa makes him cross, and Dracula's like, going, what are you trying to do? And he goes, I'm a cross. Ah! <laughs> Look, he did to the, the Invisible Man. Um, It was played on comic relief, mostly. I feel like, I, mean, I don't know if that was planned ahead of time. I feel like uh, someone said, like, oh, we need, we should have Boma and Roshi there. Why aren't they there? There, like some editor. Yeah. Okay, then after that, the uh, the mummy. Uh, the mummy was very interesting. The opposite of any other mummy I've ever seen. He's so fast and quick. But, you know, I thought he was kind of interesting, especially, you know, mopping the floor with the other characters, and then Goku put down. And what about Devil Man? He was something I laughed at. I mean, the costume was silly. Yeah. And, the, you know, just the joke on how much Goku is pure of heart. Yes, the more. devil might beam. Yeah, the devil might beam. Could you survive the devil might beam, pal? I would think I would be in the hospital. <laughs> I'm not that evil, but honestly, if I'm lucky, maybe it'll just give me heartburn. Obviously, since I can ride the Nimbus, the devil might beam wouldn't affect me. Okay, moving on. <laughs> and then finally, Grandpa Gohan. Did you expect... How long did it take you to realize it was Grandpa Gohan? Tell you the truth, when he came up from the door and says, Hi! That's it, his, his immediate appearance. And not to mention the halo kind of gave it away. You know, why would they bring out a dead person? Oh! Because I think the first time I saw these episodes in the anime, I think as soon as he did the Kamehameha wave, it, was, it became like, no. Well, I looked at it going, I guess the Kamehameha wave just proved my suspicions. Overall, even though this is a tournament arc, it was a, a very nice kind of fun arc. It was silly. Yeah. It's it very was, short. Yeah, it's not meant to be the Budokai t- uh, Tenkaichi. Tenkai, yeah, tournament. It was nice to see a character kind of get confirmation that everything is okay but for, de- for Gohan. Oh, definitely. I, I enjoyed that more. But okay, well, one last thing. Yes. How do you feel about Pilaf being back? I'm kind of... Did you want to see him again? Honestly, not really. I think that's it. Yeah. You anything it, else to say? Anyway, thank you again for li- tuning in. We hope we will be happy to hear from you next time. Also, uh, I'll be posting this on SoundCloud and iTunes, uh, Reddit. I'll post it on the the daily podcast thing folder. Yeah, and, and then uh, Twitter as well at Dragon Talk. And we do welcome feedback. Please reviews, comments, anything. I want to hear something. Say something, and we'll read it. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll respond. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, what would be the biggest jerk in fiction you can think of. Yes, that's what they should do. They should answer our discussion topics. Yeah, why not? Good idea. Okay, thank you again for listening to Dragon Talk. See you guys later. Good night. (laughs) Peace, peace, peace.